everyone. Hello, George. Hi. Hello, Bruce. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome Hello, to the Hemp Bros Podcast. We are on week 19. 25. Actually, week 20. About 50 at this point. Yeah. So welcome, brother. Hi. Is this hurt? Are you sore? Are you getting sleepy? No, you've had a bye week. How are we, son? Wonderful. Chip chap. Keep hitting me. Your eyebrows look great today. Yeah. Wonderful. Break. Excited. Anticipation. Ready to roll. Uh-huh. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Well, we're actually filming the day before this game, so you're going to get a power episode out of us. So, Pops, give us the intro. Intro it is. We had a week 20 following an exciting lineup of games over the wildcard weekend. Bam, last weekend. Playoff brackets filled out for the divisional round this weekend, and after resting for a week, the Niners spent this week preparing to ground and pound, hosting the seventh-seeded Packers after they demolished the Cowboys on the road, 48-32, and it really wasn't even that close. Packers looked good on the game from start to finish and yet another disappointing end of the season for the Cowboys. Sorry, Micah. Laugh now, cry later. Hmm? Anyway, but we shall not feel a twinge of pain for them as we look to this most important game as playoff football comes back to Levi's on Saturday. We know the faithful will be there loud and proud. It's now win or go home and Niners are right where they want to be. Number one seed, home field through the playoffs and a healthy and loaded roster. Pull up a chair, favorite beverage as we review the playoff bracket, the road to the Super Bowl, and the Niners game against the Packers. Wow. Ooh. Bam. Bam. You, got, you feeling some way towards the Cowboys? <laughs> I'm just sharing my love for them. Oh, Sorry, Jer. What's up, brother? All right. <laughs> Bruce is fired up, guys. It's playoff football. It's playoff football. And guess who's not playing? I know who is playing, so let's talk about that. We were going to talk about the bye week, George, but we know you got your mind right. We don't care about that, so let's just forget it. Any comments on the bye week? No, let's forget it. Yeah, that's, it that's a week ago. Now, I just want to real cruise. All all pro teams were announced. I want to say congratulations. Bunch of guys. Thank you. CMC, Trent Williams, Kyle, Fred Warner, GK, all first-rounders, and Brandon and Ward were both named second-teamers. So we're going to skip everybody else in the league because we don't care about that. But pretty cool deal. Um, it is cool. And I just – plus the Pro Bowl stuff. And I just want to – I know I'm your dad, but – I'm proud of you. Thank you. And it's really cool. And uh, you had a great year. And I feel like we're just like at the launching point where we want to be. So it's pretty cool. So anyway, okay. You want to say anything about that? Um, anytime you can get into those uh, individual awards, it's an honor. Uh, you know, a lot of it's voted on by uh, coaches, GMs, players. And then, you know, a lot of people who vote on all pro are people who watch every single game, watch, you know, how guys play. So, um, you know, you always told me from the start. The eye in the sky doesn't lie. And so what I try on every single play is to put my best stuff on tape. And uh, I've done that my entire life, and it's worked out pretty well for me. So thanks for the advice. Yeah. Effort. Energy effort and show that you care. So You can control cool. those things. You can. So. You can't control if you get the ball thrown to you. You can't control if they, you know, call routes for you. You can't control, uh, you know, if you have good leverage versus a D lineman, you have to go block. You just have to go out and do it and try your best. And if you do it with effort and energy, people will notice, and that's how you become a good football player. Some good things can happen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Very cool. All right. Then should we jump into the playoffs? Sure. Let's jump into the playoffs. All right. Real, I'll just do a quick. So uh, Dallas lost the Packers. As we know, Detroit beat the Rams. Tampa beat the Eagles. And then in the AFC, Ravens had the bye. Bills defeated the Steelers. Chiefs defeated Miami. That was anyway. Houston defeated the Browns. So the pairings, AFC, Ravens are going to host Houston. We're the number four seed. So really cool. Shout out to Houston. What a great season they've had. And what they a, look dangerous. They really do. D'Amico has those boys flying around, intense, great energy. Yeah. They uh, you know, that 
the great thing about the playoffs is no game looks easy at all. You know, everyone's won games. Everyone's, you know, had some nail biters. Everyone's had to get through stuff. So everyone is very, very, very ready to roll and yeah. be exciting to see the outcome uh, of this weekend. Yeah. It's, and the other thing too is people playing right now, even no matter what the record is, it's a little bit like the Packers. You know, they lost the first six out of their first nine games. Now they're on a roll and it's being hot when it counts. And the same thing with Houston. So AJ's really got his feet under him. Everybody's kind of healthy and coming back. So, all right, that's the Ravens hosting the Houston. Then the Bills host the Chiefs. So that's kind of an interesting. That's number two and three seeds from the AFC. So be good. All right, NFL, we know Niners are hosting the Packers. We're going to talk about that. And then the Lions, after beating the Rams, are going to pick up old Tampa Bay, driving up to Detroit for a little cruise trip. Mm. No beach up there, but... No, but they do play inside. They do play inside. Yep. So I think old Baker Mayfield's going to be okay there. It'll be all right. All right, anything on those games you want to talk about? Um, Let's see. You know, Lions winning their first playoff game in 30 years at home. That's awesome. Yep. Really fun for the city. You could tell how much it meant to them and all their fans. Super cool stuff. Um. Tampa's defense looked really good against Philly. Uh, you know, Tampa's known for all their blitzes and stuff like that. So Lions are going to have to be very aware of, you know, how to handle that because the Eagles looked like they didn't prepare for blitzes and all that stuff. It was kind of crazy. Did you see all these breakdown? No, I didn't watch that, oh but it was it was kind of wild. It oh. didn't, didn't give Jalen a lot of help out there. So that was kind of interesting to see. So see how the Lions can handle that, uh, that blitzing defense because – when you know Tampa's defense is hot, they're they're they're, they're really good. You know they're pretty healthy right now too. They got all their guys out there. Um, yep. Let's see, Ravens and Houston. That's going to be a great game. I'm excited to see how Houston, you know, their defense handles the Ravens' offense. And um, you know, like I said, they were flying around against uh, Cleveland. That was the first thing I watched, like the first uh, two quarters, and they were just flying around. Energy, eleven guys, the ball. It's huge. And then I think everyone's most anticipated game is Bills and Chiefs. For sure, you know. All sunny up there, sunny and warm up there in Buffalo. You guys have fun up there. We'll see uh, how that one plays out. But yeah. it's uh, it's an overall fantastic weekend of football. It's a great weekend of football. Stakes are high. Best weekend of football. It's unbelievable. So it's so great. Okay. Well, then let's jump into the old Packers who are visiting. They're That's, in town. They're at the hotel right now chilling. They are. And they're just about ready to roll. So let's just talk overall 10 and 8. They lost first six of nine games. They won the seven out of the last nine. Smoked Dallas. We already talked about that. I'm not going to do any stats. 444 here. I'm not going to do any stats about that, but they played well. Love was great. And I think the big story for me was running back Aaron Jones. Yeah, he's good. Cool stat for that is, you know, he'd been hurt for, he had a knee injury early. They hadn't had a single 100-yard rusher in the first 15 weeks. Since he's been back, they've had four straight 100-yard games. Yep. So just a whole – just he knows – He's really good at football. He's really good at football. Yep. He's so, really good. He's a very talented running back. Yep. It's a, and when you're getting 100-plus yards a game, it just changes things, what defenses have to do against you and how they cover everything, and it opens things up in the back end. So – and really cool, I thought for those guys – and just take note, they gave up no sacks against the vaunted D-line from Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Zero sex. Okay. You no. are spicy, dude. I am spicy. All right, I love it. Let's bring that energy. All right. So I'm not going to do any of these stats. You know, I'd say the one is that they're 10th in points allowed defensively. So that's kind of where we live. So I think that's really good there. They've given up a lot of yards over the year, but you know how the stats are at the end of the year. You know, if you weren't playing good early for five or six games, you never get out from underneath it. So the, the Packers defense in the last five games is top 10 in everything. You're right. Yeah, so like they're rolling. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They're playing at a high level. They're t causing turnovers. They're doing good stuff. So exactly. it's all the 
the only thing you want to look at is like, yeah, last five, six weeks. Are you playing well or you're not playing well? Right. And those are the guys you're going to see on Sunday or Saturday. So that's really what matters. Yeah. And they can rush the ball. They are uh, rush the quarterbacks. They got their 14th in sacks at 45. Niners are sixth with 48. But I mean, yeah. they can bring heat and do all that kind of stuff. So it's all good. I think the one thing that's really notable, they hardly any interceptions. So they're like 31st in the league in interceptions. But oh, let's make them for 30 seconds. Let's make them 30 seconds. So, okay. Anything you want to go in there? So we got some key players here. Do you want to talk about them? You want to jump into defense? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, it's crazy. They've they have, you know, they have a lot of new faces, but at the same time, a lot of the same guys that we played, you know, over the course of my career. Um, from Kenny Clark to um Gary, Preston Smith, um, Jair Alexander's out there, Savage is out there. So they have a lot of uh Devonta, uh Campbell is out there. So a lot of guys that you know we've seen, we've played against them. You know, they know us, we know them, same defensive coordinator. We played them his last time. Head coaches know each other very well. Very well. So it's a uh it's gonna be a great game. And just who goes out there, doesn't turn the ball over and is very physical and runs the ball. There you go. Some old school football, baby. Let's ride. It will be old school football. It's gonna be really classic, although kind of jazzed up. I think the schemes on both sides are a little bit more you know, doctored than I think Matt and Coach Shannon are both they're very different. Very and they're similar, similar. but yeah, but I just mean they're at the top level of their games, I think, and calling stuff and setting things up. So that'll be really cool. So you're excited. Obviously, Jordan Love, we talked about that. Aaron Jones, and then no, we already talked about that. A couple of receivers were really good. Um, I won't name any of the guys, but you've already talked about them, some of the guys on the side with uh rushes and sacks and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool that way. So final breakdown. They had the big road victory over Dallas, and you know, everybody was talking that they didn't have any playoff experience and blah 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 and all that. Never showed up, man. They took that opening kickoff, and bam, and it was never a game. Nope. So that's pretty cool. So youngest roster in the NFL, but they are ready to go. So as you guys are seeing, and I know Coach Shannon does a great job prepping you guys just on some of the side stories and all that kind of thing. What are some of the greatest challenges, and what are your keys to victory for the win over the Packers? I know you already mentioned, obviously, yeah, turnover. This is when you're playing, um, you know, in the playoffs, It, like you said, whoever is hot at the right time is the most dangerous team. Um, you know, I'm not going to – say that Cowboys overlooked the Packers. I don't think they did. You, it's, If you overlook someone in the playoffs, you're dumb. Yep. So I, I don't think they overlooked them. I just think the Packers were, had this momentum. They have this confidence to them. They have this aura about them. Um, and, you know, that's what you want at this moment. And so it's going to be awesome. You know, like they have a young team. People are talking about that. You know, no playoff experience. It doesn't really matter. You know, you're going out there to play football. Is the intensity high? Yes, sure. It's elevated a little bit, but you're still playing football at the end of the day. So just don't let the moment get too big for you. Go out there and play. But um, you know, 49ers have a lot of vets who played in a lot of playoff games, right. understand the intensity, understand how each play is so, so damn important. And, um, you know, just being in the building this entire week, there is a wave of confidence, but that's not cocky by any means. It's just, uh, we've been doing this. We've been playing at a very high level the entire season. Don't need to switch anything up. Just continue to get better, which is what we did the last two weeks, yeah. uh, practice, make plays, dial in our game plan. And also, like, when you give Coach Shanahan an extra day to, you know, go into the lab and cook a little bit, um, it's pretty fun. Uh, I like our game plan. I think Coach Shanahan is, like I said, he is at the top of his game right now. So he's dialed in, and he'll have the boys ready. And we've watched plenty of, uh, you know, 49ers Packers games, history of it. And so we'll be fired up for it. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I do think, though, not to say that being young isn't there, but you do have some vets that have been around and haven't won a Super Bowl and been close or not. And I know there are guys that are really dialed in and focused on it. doesn't mean you're going to win, but I think people, they appreciate kind of the moment in time that you have. 
we're very aware of the moment. Yeah, and it's really cool. So just got to go out there and do it. Yeah, like that. All right. Any other keys to victory you want to talk about? Obviously, run the ball. Don't turn it over. Protect Brock. Um, my key to victory is I want Debo Samuel to have like 60 rushing yards and 100 receiving yards and a touchdown in each category. That's my key to victory. All right. Get Debo going. Because you know, you look back at that twenty one playoff, the twenty twenty one playoff streak where we you know had to beat the Rams at the end of the season to get in. Yep. Then we went into Dallas. Debo took that game over. Yep. Going to Green Bay, we basically ran Debo as a running back the entire game. Right. And you know, like that's how we started getting our momentum going. And the so fourth quarter drive at the end with him was unreal. Oh no, it was Debo's dialed. You know, we have Christian. You got Ayuk, who's good luck guarding him. Like yep. you know, pick your poison. But I want to get Debo going. And when Debo's going, he just has, you know, you see the, you see the guys walk out of the locker room, Trent and Debo up front, jamming out. That's what I want. Yeah. I, I want, you know, I want a, I want a three touchdown game from Debo. And, That's my key to it. And the cool thing about that is because they're looking at CMC and they're thinking about Ayuk and they're doing all that. And then Debo's ripping them up and they're like, now what do we do? Yeah. It just, it loosens all the joints up. So that's pretty it's, cool. Playoffs are, uh, you know, it's a uh, very much, I want the ball. I love scoring touchdowns. I love running with the ball. Do not care. As long as we are getting first downs, moving the ball, running the football efficiently, converting on third down, do not care how many catches I have. Let's just go out there and win. Give our guys the ball in space. Let's go attack. Right. I mean, and we've talked about it. This is it's winner go home. And the only no thing choice. this whole season has been about, you want a winning record. You want to win the NFC West. You want the number one seed. So you got all those things, but none of it. I mean, everything right now is laid out. Nothing matters until we're, we're looking at Vegas. Well, we're looking at the Packers. I know, but. That's that's yeah. the first step, and then we're going to Vegas. So that's good. And then the next one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything first else? Style. And backflip. No. Vegas. Let's go. Um, we can go shoes, and then What's let's do some team? Ask Georges, and then I have to bounce. Okay. okay. What do we got? What do we got? I I think I might have shown these. I'm not sure, but these are uh, my Jedi's. Um, these are How awesome. Have we seen these yet? Have we not? I got these when I was up in Seattle. I had a guy come down from Canada, curated van. Uh, shout out you, you're a monster. I'm trying to think what year these are. I want to say they're like 03 or 06, something like that. Um, found them fantastic condition. They're beautiful. Um, I love Star Wars, but this is just such a unique colorway too. Um, Nike SBs, they're beautiful. And they're a perfect shoe for my collection. They are. Are you wearing them tomorrow with the Packers? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure I wore those to... I can't remember. I've worn those once to a game, I think, already. But where the fluffy ones I couldn't tell you, man. I have a lot of shoes. I wear a lot of cool stuff. We're gonna have to keep eyes on you. Why do you have two mics? You have both mics. Yeah. Okay. Let's go ask George. Let's ask a couple Georgies. Okay. Um it was never a phase cards. Wants to know what is your favorite Halo 3 map and the highest rank you got in three? Oh, wow. That's awesome questions. Um, thanks, man. Let's see. My favorite map, Valhalla. I love that map. I love shoddy snipers on the map. It was phenomenal. The, that was one of my favorite. Or if you could play the Forge map and like all the zombie games that you would play with swords and stuff like that. Those are like my favorite multiplayer games. The amount of hours I spent doing that stuff. Highest rank. Um, I honestly don't remember how the rankings went. I haven't played in like 12 years, but um. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I did really well. I know that, but I don't have that off the top of my head. Sorry. That's tough. I don't know mine either. I know. Bruce was pretty high. Bruce beat the Halo 3 campaign by, no, you beat, did you beat all three of them? You did Halo 1, 2, and 3 on, like, he he played Halo 1, 2, and 3 campaign by himself on normal mode and beat all of them. It's pretty impressive. It took me about three weeks sitting on the couch straight. But, but did you have fun? I had a great time. It's a great storyline. All right, next one. Okay. G Small 17. 
What's the weirdest thing someone has asked you to autograph? Um, a baby, um, a toaster. <laughs> and then I've had people have me autograph their uh, like forearms and then got it tattooed. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a little odd. Huh. Shout out you Is guys. Is there anyone whose signature you would get tattooed? No. Okay. <laughs> The Chelsea underscore 13. What is your favorite cereal of all time? Cookie Crisp. Mm. I love Cookies Crisp. It's so good. Or Lucky Charms. That uh, was always my favorite. Or Peanut Butter Cam Crunch. Yeah, but I was going to say Peanut Butter. My mom's in the background yelling at me. I think it's Cam Frosted Crunch. Flakes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You were a Cinnamon Toast Crunch girl. Misty underscore 525. What top three pregame songs get you most hype before game time? Uh, let me check. Let's see. I go. Pulling up his. Playlist. tunes right now um get your mind right first one i always start with is on game day is joker and the thief by wolf mother directly into fortunate son by uh koreans clearwater revival and then the next one i really like is sabotage by bc boys those are my three amazing sarah eye of the tiger uh why are your thighs so buff i work out a lot literally year-round i don't really take any time off from working out um d walter what is something your parents did or didn't do to help foster a strong sibling relationship? Um, there's this one time that Emma was beating me up. My dad thought it was funny. And then she pushed my face into this couch that we had and I had braces and my brace got stuck in the couch. <laughs> and then they both just sat on the ground laughing at me as I was, my face was stuck to a couch cushion. So yeah, that really fostered great sibling love. That was so funny. So funny. That's so funny. Um, George and I used to, uh, we had a lot of animals growing up. We lived on a farm and we used to pretend they were our Pokemons and we would try to get them to duel each other. We tried a lot. It didn't We'd work. Be like, we like throw barn cats at, not really throw the cats, but, um, playfully toss safely. Okay. Um, Liam Patterson, 85. If you are playing a team who plays a lot of cover three, what patterns do you run? Um, our top, I mean, you can never go wrong with seams and then just, you know, pick what side the safety wants to go to. And if the linebackers are dropping, we hit Christian or Debo into the middle a lot. And that's where you see Christian and Debo getting those short routes and they take them for 10 to 12. Besides that, uh, we like to run skids. You watch our tape, you know, it's eight steps, wind towards the numbers and break it in. And then the way that we load the formation, the safety has to pick a side and then Brock just has to pick. I would say those are our, those are our favorites. Forever Faithful 365, how much of a difference does a loud crowd actually make during a game? Incredible difference, especially for your defense. When you're on offense and you have to go on the silent count, it's a total, you know, because you can't hear it. You, you, it's hard to go on two. You know, you're, you have to look into the ball and then you might not see a guy. The coverage could change. Like you might not see that stuff. You have to, you have to wait for other people to move before you can go. As a defense, it's just such an advantage because you're just watching the ball and now the offense has to watch the ball too. So, yes, it's a huge advantage to have a loud stadium um, at home, especially in the playoffs. You want another one? Yeah. What is one – oh, Wesley underscore James 13. What is one tip for running routes and creating separation versus fast DBs in man coverage? Um, I mean, it depends on their alignment. You know, are they pressing you? Are they soft shooting you? Are they backed up? You know, are they five yards off the ball? Are they 10 yards off the ball? Like, that depends, you know, wherever they are. But, um, you know, one, it helps me fast. 
that that is one but if you're not the fastest human being what you really need to do is you need to step on their toes that's the number one thing you have to get onto them as quickly as you possibly can because it's really hard to cover someone you get like right you know into their face and then you make a nice move or you run through their shoulder you know one of my favorite things to do is someone's guarding me that i know is faster than me and quicker than me i'm going to be overly physical with them and then see how often they want to be physical with me and um you know that that's worked out pretty well for me but i say physical get on their toes and you just have to you know, don't waste time. Like just go, go, go speed kills. So if you're small and slow, it's going to be tough. Small and slow is tough, <laughs> but if you're a hard worker and you're gritty, yeah. you can find a way to get it done. Do you, when you say toes, do you actually mean step on their toes? I mean, like or as like, close as you can to their feet. You're, you're running, right? Because yeah, also you want them backing up and then you, yeah, you want them to up. back up, then you can make your move. And then also like, if you can, I mean, another important thing, you want to get on an edge. Like you don't want to run down the middle of a defender. You want to pick a shoulder, run through that, get skinny, and also, if you get on them, you know, get physical with them, most of the time they're going to hold the crap out of you. All right. Marie underscore RDRZ on game day. How's it like with players of opposite teams? Serious, friendly? What's it like? Depends. 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 It just depends on the team that you're playing. It depends on, um, you know, if you know the guy, if you've had a you know good rival with the guy. I'd say majority of the league, you know, I have some pretty playful banter with them back and forth the entire game talking about random stuff. Um, there are guys that, you know, most of the time I get to the line of scrimmage on the first play. I'm like, Hey man, good luck today. Let's stay safe out there. And I've had guys, you know, yeah, I see over there Kittle. And I've had guys that just, you know, cuss me out and tell me they're going to, you know, wreck my entire day, which not, doesn't happen very often. Hey, not really. Yeah. That doesn't hey. really happen at all. Yeah. And, you know, I let them set the tone. If that's how they want to go about the game. Awesome. Give me another reason to, want to block you and go after you a little bit more, but no, there's not too many people like that. I've had games where like, I have people who are don't have anything to do with me. will just yell at me the entire game and just talk crap to me. I'm just like, do you think I care about what you're saying right now? You guys are outrageous. Some people just like to hear themselves talk, you know, if that's how they want to play the game. That's how they play the game. But most of the time it's, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty good banter playoffs, a little bit different. What's it like during the playoffs? pretty intense everybody knows how important every single play is so you won't i don't know if you'll see my incredibly playful banter but no there'll be some banter out there all right last question jonathan m86 how many audibles do you have on a given play um some plays three uh let's see one one some plays like you can you have one play called and then change it one or two more times i would say a majority of the time though um, we just have the give and play called maybe with like a flip or something like that. But, you know, mo I would say coach Shanahan's offense is designed for, you don't need to audible it because one side or the other can handle whatever the defense is bringing. And then yeah, the way that the play is built. And then if you look at, you know, if the defense comes out in something completely different, like, Hey, there's six down six defensive linemen or something like that. Yes. There's different plays that can get you into certain things to go against, to go against that. So, but it's not like, it's not like, our offense isn't like Peyton Manning when he comes at the ball and he changes the play at the line of scrimmage to something that wasn't called in the huddle. We don't really, we, we don't do that. Um, Coach Shannon, like I said, he, his offense is designed to be ready for no matter what the defense has. It's pretty cool. That's why it works. All right. That's why it works. Cool. Okay. Thank you, George. Wow. Cheers. Cheers. I love you guys. Finish the show strong. Much love. See you guys. Go rock them. Tell the boys at the hotel. Go Niners. What a whirlwind. Wow. Wow. That was The Wind Called George. Yes. They used to call The Wind Mariah. Anybody remember that movie? No. Paint Your Wagon, way back in the Hey, 70s. I have a funny um, Jerry Jones cowboy stat uh, okay. or 
thing. So mom and I have started watching um, Northern Exposure. And if you guys want, it is, it's funny and it's so This is awesome. nine, 90s comedy, right? Yes. Like before she was born. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 80s, late 80s. Okay. So, but it's about a doctor from New York who gets sent to Northern Alaska, Sicily, Alaska. And he's just like struggling with everything. But one of the main leads, uh, the female, her name's Maggie, just gorgeous, is turns out in the actress is Jerry Jones' granddaughter. Whoa. Yeah. We look, we were like, who is she? And then it's like, changed her name, da da da. Part of the, like the Cowboys organization. We're like, yeah. Oh, Maggie. Yeah. Everybody in the world was in love with her. 1990 to 95. 90 to 95. 90 to 95. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Quite All right. Sure. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Is there anything that you wanted to say about this football? This football, let's double check the signatures there. So you got Brock Purdy. So this football is signed by all of the guys. So Brock and then the four guys who all had a thousand yards. And so after they did that in week, I guess it would have been 17, their 16th game when they wrapped that up and all the guys had their thousand yards. So the equipment guys, shout out to those guys. Thank you so much for thinking about it. Anyway, uh, so for each one, so they got five of these balls and then all five guys signed each ball. So each one of those guys have it. So it's pretty Pretty cool little item because not very often you get a 4,000-yard passer plus 4,000-yard from scrimmage dudes. So it's pretty cool that way. So anyway, that's what that ball's about. So we had it in front, <clears throat> excuse me, on the last show. Didn't say anything about it because it was behind the computer and I forgot about it. But anyway, so that's pretty fun. So just one of those little mementos that you get to kind of keep. So, okay, let's see. Uh, charity of the week. Should we talk about that for a sec? Mm -hmm. Okay, we had a buy last week, and so uh, we made our end-of-year donations, so I won't go through that list. But this week, we're kind of staying on the food theme uh, just because during the winter, it's a little bit tough. So uh, this week's group is Feeding America. So we've done a lot with Second Harvest, particularly in Silicon Valley, so we encourage folks to do that. Second Harvest is kind of national, so you can sure find your own. And then we work with the Middle Tennessee folks out of Nashville, so shout out to those guys. Uh, but anyway, so Feeding America is a nationwide network of food banks, food pantries, and local meal programs. Common goal is simple, help people get the food and resources they need to thrive. In the U.S., one in seven people face hunger, which has a 30% increase over the last 12 months. Every dollar you give provides at least 10 meals to families facing hunger through the Feeding America network of food banks. So they're pretty well networked. I think they do a good job. If you look at their numbers and all that, um, very large percentage of the money actually goes to food. So it's pretty cool. Anyway, so that's going to be our donation for this week. And we're proud to do that. And just a reminder, wherever you are locally, don't have to do everything, but if you can do what you can, it makes a difference. And uh, food scarcity and food hunger and all that stuff, uh, no fun if you're in the midst of it. So let's take care of that. Okay, then, M, what do you think? Should we talk about the Packers game anymore? Did you have anything? We kind of rushed through. Do you wanna? Did you want to do any stat dad stuff? Uh, oh, no, I don't know that anybody needs all that. I mean, I have all the stats. I got like, yeah, I got a lot of stats, but nobody, it's okay. Uh, I'm good with that. Like George said, and I think we talk about playoff football is really different that way. You know, people, you get a couple of players back, like, you know, they got the running back back and then, you know, QB starting to figure it out. They get one lineman back and now everything's kind of molding together and the stats never capture all that. And so what happened 15 weeks ago really doesn't matter. And so everybody has a game here and there that kind of dings your stats and all that kind of stuff. So like you said, over the last four weeks, they're in the top 10 in every category in defense. They're playing really good football. They're pretty healthy. And uh, 
Love is playing really good and uh, running back's great. So I think it's going to be a huge challenge for us. They have a lot of confidence coming in here. And I think Matt LaFleur does a great job prepping his guys and they travel well. Obviously, they're not worried about going to Dallas. I, I, I think playing, and we're not Dallas though. Of course, no, no disrespect to Dallas, of course. But anyway, um, you know, I think we're just a different team. So we got to look different things. So, but I, so I don't think the stats really make that much difference. So all good there. Okay, then should we close with a uh, quote of the week? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're going to do this path one. I've, and there's a bunch of different quotes. I love these though. You know, I think one of the things that we all think about is like, you know, am I on the right path? Like in my direction, where am I going? What's my purpose in life? And blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And if you guys are on Hidden Pearl Studio, you know, like we've got four stages of performance planning. So, I mean, it is good to set goals, have objectives, action plans, all that kind of junk. I mean, I think you do need to do that. On the other hand, you can get kind of bound up in it, thinking, overthinking it, and then you're not doing anything. So I think the most important thing and I posted just a while back, um, what's his name, Roan, John Roan? I can't, I'm forgetting his first name, but he's kind of one of the early, early mental prep dudes in business. And he's just amazing. But he had a clip about, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just start. Like if the mountain's up there, just start climbing and you might be on the wrong path. You're going to figure it out. And if you have to take a different path, you change on the way. So this one says, stop worrying about what the right path is. You are the path. Every road you take will always lead to more understanding of who you are. All roads will always lead you home and home being more self-aware, more understanding of who you are and what your purpose is and all that kind of stuff. So, and that's what this clip was about. He was just talking, you know, I wish you all great success, but if you don't have success, I wish you hardship and adversity. And everyone's like, what? You know? <laughs> and he's like, you know what though? Hardship and adversity is where most of us get the most growth. We get the most clarity about our lives because we've somehow taken a path or done some things that is not what we want. And in, we're in the midst of kind of it sucks. And when you figure that out, you get great clarity about who you do not want to be, what you don't want to be around, who you don't want in your life, all those kind of things, what jobs you don't want. And those are some of the most important moments of your life. So don't shirk those. Those are lessons from the universe. And they are some of the deepest and most profound spaces of growth that you will ever have. So I can attest to that several times over my years. So anyway, so just on that, so I guess don't oversweat it. Keep taking those small, consistent steps, all moving in some direction. And if you think it's in the right direction, you find out later that hmm, I took the wrong turn here. It's no big deal. You just realign and kind of keep going. And with each one, because here's the thing, there's that one saying about no person ever crosses the same river twice. Tell them, do you know it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, go ahead. I'm sitting here rambling. You can tell that. No, it's about, I mean, so the water changes, right? So the water is always running. So you're never going to cross the same water twice. And when you walk through the water, you're always going to be a different person because of the different experiences and the life that you've had and things that happen. Exactly. So, and that's really true with life. So if you think about life as a river and you're making all these crossings, you're never the same person. Even the next day, you're a different person. I can attest to that. Different person all the time. You are. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So anyway, so we wish you well with that. Don't sweat the path too much. Just get out there, follow your passion, follow your bliss, do your joy. And I guess just really want to encourage people. Um, I'm getting a little rant here, so spare me on that. But our culture and our society likes to tell people who they should be and what they should do with their lives. And I'm just going to tell you that don't listen. Follow your heart. 
don't spend your life packed in a box that some society told you that that's how you should look or you should be or you should do whatever. Don't listen. Be you. Because the world needs you. They don't need you to be somebody that somebody told you to be. So that's my two cents for today. And honestly, I'm going to be 65 tomorrow. And I'm still figuring it out. So you don't have to have it figured out. It just try to follow the true north in your life. And most things will turn out pretty decent. Okay. Emmy, any other final words? I love it. Um, Happy birthday. Oh, yay. Jenny, come on over here for a sec. I'm good. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give, give me a little birthday snuggle for the camera. Come on. I, on. I know she looks good. She's a hot Midwestern chick. I don't love my mom though. Oh, it's fine. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, last message is starting in February. Starting in February, all of the Mindful Mondays are getting moved over to the Hidden Pearl Studio app, which means if you want to tune into any of the new episodes, you got to download the app and you got to join our community. Right now, we have a promotion for all of our podcast listeners, or if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, you can use the code HP podcast and you'll get an entire month of hidden pearl studio for free. Plus that's an addition to your seven day free trial. We have movement, meditation, mindfulness, and just as pop said, our big thing is teaching you how to use meditation, mindfulness practices, why to use them so that when a situation comes up off the mat, where you're not feeling very yogi that you can use these practices and that that's really how you can start to shift your life and change your energy. And that's where all the big changes happen. And so if you are interested in joining us, we do a live, uh, we call it HPS live. It's like our monthly mindfulness class um, where we go over everything. I lead guided meditation. Bruce does a whole deep discussion and there's a ton of different classes. So we hope to see you there. The code is HP podcast and you can put that into our website um, and we'll have all the links in the show notes. So thank you so much. And Go I, Niner. I and I just want to encourage the, our little, our little community's kind of taken off. Yeah. It's really fun. So I just really encourage you if you're looking for some support in a non-judgmental and just open, curious kind of questioning kind of way with some resources, that would be good. And also if you're a member of Emerging Vets and Players, or if you're a veteran out there, not a member, we encourage you to join Emerging Vets and Players. But we have a veteran discount as well. So you could hit us up direct. Um, you can email us and uh, we'll be glad to share that code with you as well. So, uh, and that is for you and your families. So veterans are welcomed. Uh, we'd love to have you and be a support for you as well. Okay. All right. Anything else? Um, also, if you do want, if you're kind of at that point in your life and you're like, man, I really need to pivot, come to India with us. Oh, yeah. March 16th through the 30th, we're doing a two week trip around four different cities in India. It is it's a smaller group. So right now we have six people. And honestly, I feel like it's perfect. Just the, the intimacy, the amount of things that we're going to be able to do, how kind of fast we're going to be able to move through things. We're so excited to host this. Shout out to Nanda Journeys. Um, all of the proceeds are going to Operation Freedom Prot. Yes, we're so excited. Saving the world. What is it? One mission, two feet, four paws. Four paws, two feet, one mission. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Thank Go you. Go Niners.